Hi, this is Sergio. This is Nick. This is Gabriel Z. This is Luis. I'm Lenny from Black Circle, and you're listening to the State of Love and Trust. The State of Love and Trust. The State of Love and Trust. The Pearl Jam Podcast. Welcome, everyone, back to another episode of the State of Love and Trust, the Pearl Jam podcast. I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Carapesi, alongside, as always, oh, no, Paul's not here. So instead, I've got Black Circle and their band conciliary, Chris Palumbo. Hello, everyone. How's it going, Hello, Jason? How you doing? Hello, Jason. <laughs> so Paul's hopefully going to join us in a little bit. He's He's got some daddy duties right now. But we wanted to talk about the big show tonight, EB Research. Venture into Cures. It's streaming on every possible uh, YouTube channel and website that there possibly could be. Pearl Jam, EB Research, and everything. But you guys are doing a pre-show, which is fantastic. So before we get into that, though, I want to ask, let's get a Mercury update. How is it selling? Is it selling how you'd hope? What's been the response like? Give, give, me, give me a taste here. Well, it's, it's selling more than we hoped, more than we, we expected, uh, especially CDs here in Brazil. Uh, we weren't going to do CDs because uh, records were they were produced and commercialized in the U.S. and, and Canada. Uh, but we figured we, we had to, to, you know, to have uh, stuff for our fans here in Brazil as well. So we decided to, to press some CDs, but, you know, we've sold most of them, almost all of them. So we're very excited. And we've just hit, uh, I think, over 50,000 streams on Spotify. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm taking in, and I'm a part of the Black Circle Fan Club on Facebook. You have some, uh, some rowdy fans, fans that uh, very uh, into the band. I'm trying to find my words here. Passionate. 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 That's the word. Passionate. <laughs> Let's go around the room here real quick. Before I introduce Chris, I want to go around the room here and, and guys, tell me some of your favorite um, comments or stories that you've seen or posts that you've seen since the album's come out. I'm going to start with Nick. Mm, let me think. Let me think. Uh, well, one, one funny thing was that when, uh, when we started selling the, the CDs, not exactly selling, but after we sold uh, all the CDs uh, on the pre-sale, um, I was the guy in charge of, of uh, filling the um, the papers and uh, sending the CDs to the, the people who bought it, and was it's not funny, but <laughs> it was a good story to tell because I had uh, to be on the the post office for about six times in a, in a row in, uh, in the same weekend at the last day. People say, well, man, you're here again. Yes, I, I'm going to live here with you guys. And they say, all right, we need a rock star right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. But uh, it was it was very funny. And uh, uh, the uh, the people around uh, not only Brazil, but uh, also in the U.S. Uh, was very supportive during the, the CD sale. And uh, as well during the um, all, all the spirit after we released the, the album. So Did you get great. tired of licking stamps? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you. Yeah. It was about 300. Oh, wow. <laughs> 300 Nick, Nick actually hand delivered 
<laughs> a bunch of CDs. Some, some, yeah, some of them I, I actually did. You put them in your backpack, got on a scooter, traversing the streets of Rio. The original what? pressing CD signed <laughs> by, uh, by the band. And the guy, the drummer, delivers it to you. Just yeah, I love it. The, the last, the last CD I, I had to deliver, uh, I, I must say that uh, I bought two bottles of wine with the the CD owner. So I said, "Here's the CD." He said, "Okay, all right, I got oh, two man. bottles of wine." I said, "Why not? <laughs> let's deal. let's drink it all." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a funny moment as well. Sergio, what do you got for me? Um, it's amazing to see how people, uh, is people are, uh, showing their impressions and their, um, wellness with the, the album. That's, uh, a thing that, uh, that I wasn't expecting because, uh, Mercury is the first album that I, that I delivered as a musician because I'm a record producer. So I, I did, did lots of records before Mercury, but none of them was uh, from the band that I started and, and that, I, that I am a member of the band. So to, to feel uh, these, uh, these, emotion, these emotions from the, the audience, uh, it's a very unique feeling. Uh, it's very great. I, I wonder... Uh, when we are going to start to record the second album, because I want to do this all again. <laughs> don't, don't jump the gun. I've got a question for you later on that. Luis? There were a lot of cool impressions, I'm telling you. Because uh, people were playing your music. I saw a couple people trying to play a couple of the songs. Yeah, right? Uh, there, are some people, there were some people doing some of our songs. Most of them did Drive Home in the Rain. Mm -hmm. uh, that's 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 one that's available in a in a website. So I think that's the one that people are, could learn, and that was really awesome. But there was this one guy. His name his name is Gabriel. He just posted on Facebook uh, the picture of the, of our CD and like fifteen set lists from shows he's he's been coming to, and we all know him. It's uh, Gabriel Garcia. You guys remember him? He's sure. A lot Where of is shows. he from? Uh, he's from Rio. He's from yeah. our city. I think, I think he lives in, in Campo Grande. It's the, the west part of the city. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. And uh, there was this huge, huge, uh, huge text, huge message for us with this picture. And it was like a really good representation because it not only shows this moment, but three years ago and a lot of things that happened and he was there, you know. It wasn't a one-time thing, and it, and this this I I appreciate this kind of That's thing. That's got to be incredibly rewarding to see someone follow you like that. Yeah, right. That's right. Lenny, anything anything that sticks out to you? Yeah, first I wanna I wanna say kudos to Luis for the Mortal Kombat short <laughs> shirt that he's wearing there. Yeah, as as teenagers teenagers of the nineties, right? Yeah. Uh, and not them. I mean, me and Christopher probably. <laughs> But um, me too. <laughs> you too. So the three of us, well, half of us here. Um, I I, I want to say that um, you know we grew up listening to the radio uh, and the bands that were on the radio. Uh, I, the guys, I mean, the fans, teenagers of the eighties and of the nineties. So we're still very connected to that idea 
that a band is only successful when it's playing on the radio, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, it, this is like my idea as well. I want to see my song play on the radio, and then I'll know that we've got you know to, to a, a good a good place. I mean, we are in a good place now, but you know, a better place. People are posting like snapshots then, of like their local radio station. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. People are dreaming with us. You know, they've been dreaming with us. So when they see uh, uh, these mentions of the black circle uh, on social media from these uh, radios, radio stations, they, they just, they take snapshots and they, they send them to us and they post it on the, on the group. And this is amazing. It's like uh, people are waiting to, to see it happen. You know, they, they want it to happen as much as we do. So I think that kind of engagement is uh, what, you know, what makes everything, you know, be worth it. It's, it's, Seriously, it's a, I think the best thing about it, it's people taking snapshots from other sources and then showing it to us like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? They yeah. mentioned you like we like we haven't, you know, because <laughs> we have <laughs> we're always looking. But it's it's awesome to see how engaged and uh, how, how much they want to contribute. Uh, my my three year old likes to say, I want to put music on, which means put her vinyl on. He goes, I go, OK, which one? The red one. And oh. then we go put on Mercury. <laughs> And he helps right. me put a little needle on, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. So again, why are we here today? We are here because you guys are doing a pre-show for the Venture into Cures, an event for EV Research show, which is at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, like I said, pretty much everywhere. And then 7.15, 7 o'clock uh, is the pre-show. And Chris, we've heard your voice, but I want to know what you do. How'd you meet the band? What's your deal, man? Give us give us the uh, the CV. Just the leech. Um, I, I, I met these guys a couple of years back. Uh, you know, I, I live in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and I, I heard about a uh, Pearl Jam cover band. I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan, so I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to go out there and, and check these guys out. You know, have some fun. And uh, you know, as I was listening to them, I was like, Jesus Christ, I, I this is amazing. I, I couldn't believe you know the sound, how how good they were as far as understanding the the music and not just being cheap little copycats, but actually playing and, and, and knowing deep, deep into the set list, uh, into the catalog, you know, what, what Pearl Jam's all about. And then, you know, just hearing Lenny sing, I was just like, fuck man, I've, I've never heard anybody like that. I mean, I've heard a lot of them and there's a lot of good uh, uh, PJ cover bands and tribute bands out there, especially going to the, the pre parties before the shows in the U S uh, you know, there's there's a lot of great bands, but nothing like that. And I was just like, you know what? I, I need I need to show other people what it's like because I, I've done. I used to do live streams uh, of the Pearl Jam shows, and I would put it on the Ten Club official page, and I do the live streams. And people around the world are just like, oh shit, thank you so much for you know putting uh, putting this up there because you know I'm in Australia, I can't see the Boston show or the, the Madison Square Garden or whatever. So. Um, when I saw these guys, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let's put it out there. Let's let's let everybody hear it. I was like, D people will need to know how good these guys are. So I, I, I used to just, um, you know, Sergey used to make fun of me, but I, I'd be I'd be standing there holding my holding my camera up for the whole show. Like I I'd do like two, three hours at a time and they they do a full show. Right. This guy's better. Life is amazing. It, it, well, I, you know, I, I, I used to electronic so i'd have like the uh the backup i'd have my mi-fi which is a, a personal wi-fi and i would just sit there just banging it out um you know two three hours at a time just trying to let people know who they are and 
and, and get them recognized in the U.S. So then the fan base started to grow. And then we started to, uh, you know, become friends. Uh, I'd say, you know, we were friends before we were ever any kind of business partners or anything like that. You know, I was just trying to, you know, help out a couple of guys I knew. And then uh, when we went to, um, uh, what, the Americana show in, in Rio, uh, Pearl Jam, uh, before that, we didn't have a pre-party. So I was like, you know, let me let me see if we can figure out a pre-party. So I put together a, a pre-party at a, uh, a bar that was next to us. And I invited all the people that were there traveling to see Pearl Jam. And uh, these guys put on just an amazing show. It was acoustic uh, over at a, a place called Shenanigans, uh, which is a weird name for a Brazilian bar. I was going to say, is it actually <laughs> named like an English word, Shenanigans? Yeah, it's an it's a Irish pub. Um, uh, and, you know, they, they did it. And then we invited so many people that a bunch of other cover bands or tribute bands uh, were there to hang out with us. And, uh, you know, Lenny let them all come on and, and they just rotated songs. And, you know, it was just amazing. And it, it goes back to what uh, Luis had said a few times, which is uh, uh, Black Circle supports every Pearl Jam cover and tribute band there is and wants ev all of them to have success. And there is no, especially in, in, in uh, Brazil, there is no negative vibe or, or connotation about, you know, we're better than them or anything of the sort. I, it's just flat out support everybody because you love Pearl Jam and celebrate the music and just do the best you can. You know, some, you know, do a better job than others in certain ways, but uh, uh, it's just, you know, love of the music, you know. I spoke so, to, um, yeah. uh, go ahead, go ahead, carry on. No, I was just saying, so, so we did that pre-party and then I, you know, I met the guys a little bit more, we became really good friends. And then, uh, you know, from then, you know, with the pandemic and things, we started to talk about doing charity shows and, and support through a bunch of other friends. And, um, you know, that just became, you know, how can we help the band to create a revenue stream so that they can survive during this time when you can't do public performances? So uh, we just said, you know, let, how can we flip the script? How can we change it from, you know, a band that can't do their job and people that can't get together to something where, to something where we're able to uh, find a way to get exposure, make people happy, bring the music to others. And then, you know, it just kind of, you know, evolved throughout that. You know, the Jill and Eddie thing was a, a fantastic part of it, but it was really just about, you know, reaching people through the different mediums that are available. So you guys uh, had been basically working with Chris uh, for a few years at this point. And then let's fast forward to, obviously you throw out the uh, Dance of the Clairvoyance song, things start to pick up steam, different publications, yada, yada, yada. We've been there before. We talked about this. And then the live stream thing starts happening. So Chris, you kind of help them sort out these or had this idea to do these live streams and you got the top chats and then you, you were, you, who was, who was bugging Jill? Was it you or was it Sergio? I forget who it was. Uh, Lenny and I, you know, Lenny was, uh, he was uh, active on Instagram trying to find a way to, to connect. And um, mm. we said, all right, let's, let's both send it and see what happens. And then, um, you know, the, that, the DOTC video was, you know, the catalyst for some of the other band members getting to know, uh, the talents of Black Circle and, you know, trying the, the, the idea that they had to uh, find a way to cover that song immediately, be there before everybody else, all of that. 
you know, it just shows those different levels of talent that the band has. And, you know, that gained recognition. And then when we, uh, when we asked Jill to watch the show that was being done for a, a little girl with uh, autism that uh, the, the whole PJ community, especially the poster community was getting together to try and help. And, um, you know, the idea was, you know, can we get the band to do an event to try and, you know, be like the, the finale of, of the, the raffles and all the different uh, fundraising uh, things that were done. And the band did it. And, you know, the, the amount of uh, monies that was raised for this little girl was just amazing. That was the, the show in the spring, right? Yeah. That was the first yeah. one in March, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, March 17th. Yeah. And then after that, uh, you know, Jill called because she watched that show and she was commenting during it. And, and she got Eddie to watch it as well. And Ed actually sent messages to the rest of the band members and said, you got to hear these guys. They're fucking amazing. And I, you know, that's the, uh, I'm quoting Jill now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that just became the catalyst of it. And then he called, uh, called Lenny's phone through, through Instagram, right? Uh, actually, actually, I've been, uh, as, you, as you said before, I've been trying to, con- to contact Jill for a while sent her tons of messages and uh which is totally normal. it was only after it was yeah normal just a total, total total stalker and then it was only after after mike mccready uh tweeted the the video mm. that i realized you know now i gotta send her a link so i said see uh even mike likes it and she was like <laughs> no you guys are insane you guys are amazing this this and that then i told her about the live stream but then I didn't hear from her again until like 10 minutes before the show, before the, the Zoe uh, show. And then she said, hey, where's the link again? We want to watch the show. Everybody's here. We want to watch the show. And then uh, she asked for my number uh, right after the show. But I didn't think she was going to call. You know, she, she asked for the number. But, you know, maybe she had the intention of calling. But maybe she, she wouldn't be able to. And then she just I saw I, I looked at my phone and was like, First time I got an international call in a long time. So I was like, okay, it's got to be it. And then that was it. It was a straight call. I, I, I think I still have Eddie Vedder's number on my phone. Oh, yeah. Carrying the lead here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we have this, you know, the partnership and the friendship has evolved. Um, and now you're doing this, this research show, this venture into cure show. You're in the pre-show and you know, it's 45 minutes to an hour uh, of music. I assume there are some Pearl Jam songs and some Black Circle songs. Are there any setless surprises we can look out for? Who wants uh, to answer that the, one? Uh, Chris, do you want to say something? I, I want to say something. <laughs> um, Talk to me, Sergio. It's, it's difficult to to spoiler the setlist because uh, it was the, the most difficult part of the of doing this is to choosing the songs that we're gonna play because um, we 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 decided to do uh, half pro jam songs and half black circle songs so we could show to the audience uh, both of of our uh, worlds uh, but when we are we are we were so used to choose. 25 to 30, 30 songs, Trojan songs, that's to choose five of them. That's was so difficult. How do we choose five Trojan songs to represent 
what we we do as a attribute band that that was so hard so uh, we tried to figure figure out what which songs uh, reveals uh, the black circle uh, way of playing Pearl Jam because that that's a, a very important thing for us um, these days because we are releasing an original album so we're not trying to to depart from the tribute band because we started as a tribute band but uh it's time for us to show the world uh what what's our voice what's our message so even when we are playing the project songs uh we have to to choose the 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 ones that uh are better to show what we're capable to do you know i do know and just as you were talking uh, our friend Paul Gilliari has has joined us. Hello, Paul. Hello, gentlemen. Nice to see you. Oh my God, man! That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm late. No problem. I'm sorry, I'm that late. voice that, makes my whole voice, body man. shake, brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is that? What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> hey, well, that's insane. Okay. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Uh, Jason, I, I've, been, I've been told that I should do radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah should. I really think you should. You should. <laughs> Jason, just just adding a little bit of, yes, of please. Uh, what Sergio said. Uh, we not only chose songs that could represent what we think and how we um, how we interpret the the Pearl Jam catalog in our own songs, but we also tried to to match the lyrics with the the feelings that people with. Uh, that kind of uh, bad disease, which is EB, uh, how they would, uh, how how we could manage them to feel a little bit better with that condition. So we try to pick the songs uh, in which the the lyrics are more, um, let's say, touching, something like that, just to to give a, a our share of passion to these people. That's awesome. So I'm curious, gentlemen, with, with this show here. Did you guys experience any production hurdles, any complications, <laughs> things like that? I mean, Sergio's laughing lots. like this is an obvious answer. No, yeah. no, it's, it, it's that's because there, there were lots of problems, man. Uh, to, th this was a huge production uh, compared to what to any other productions that that we did so far, uh, especially because uh, we sh we shot everything in 4K. And that was a pain in the ass because the files are, um, they are Enormous. very large and almost, uh, and we had to use specific cameras and to do a specific light lighting to, to shot, to shoot in 4k. Um, and, uh, we only had, have, uh, had money to, to hire, uh, three cameras. So we had to, to do lots of takes to have a good one. Uh, so we played about 30 times all along the day. So it was very, very painful. Uh, my, my feet, uh, it, it was, what they were always laughing. I don't know why. He's like, yeah. He's having a lot of fun with his, your problems, Sergio. Because <laughs> I, I, I was able to leave. 
<laughs> he was able to leave. It was like, okay, that's it for me. And then <laughs> like the 17th time hearing the same song, I was like, fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> I recorded my seven minutes. I'm done. <laughs> These poor guys so, yeah, have the song eight times. <laughs> okay. So so oh. it, 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 there were lots of problems. It, it yeah. was most difficult, but 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 uh the result was very satisfying. But to go back to uh, both those questions, actually, uh, as far as production goes, there's lots of different um, people involved. You know, the more hands and the more professional, everybody has their own way, you know, how it was recorded, where it was recorded, et cetera, when, by when. And then um, after that, it became uh, something that we have not dealt with yet, which is music rights. And um, so some of the, uh, the intricacies of how Black Circle does their tribute, uh, which is, you know, Lenny kind of just flows into different things and, and uh, gets creative with the band jamming in and out of songs sometimes. Uh, that became a bit of an issue. Uh, so this, that's why we say that the, um, the show is starting a little bit later than seven, because uh, there were some issues with that hurdle. So. Uh, we're actually going to release the full show later on. Uh, so uh, the one that was recorded uh, is not 100% what, uh, what the fans will see tomorrow, starting at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Uh, after that, then we'll have the Ventures and the Cures, uh, the actual show with, uh, with all those celebrities. Uh, and then... Um, what we're going to do is we're going to release the entire show with some of the other stuff uh, through a different avenue, uh, a black circle, uh, social media pages. Uh, so, so this is going to be very here. much like MTV unplugged is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Very, very exactly. Much. Exactly what I thought when I heard it the first time, mm -hmm. when Christopher told us today about, about the uh, copyright issues, I, I, I went like, okay, it's like MTV unplugged. You know, there's a version with six songs and a version with seven and a version with five. I don't know. I know that there are many, right? But that's uh, probably what we're going to do. We're going to have the, the full, the full show afterwards, you know, and, um, um, available. It's so. going to be available for the black circle fan club Perfect. first. So uh, go out there and, yeah. uh, Join the Black Circle Fan Club on Facebook. Um, and, you know, when you hear it, I promise you, especially the people who really know and love Pearl Jam, it's fucking awesome. It, it, it's just amazing. I, I was just complete fanboy when I heard it, um, you know, as it was being done. It was just, you know, those, those things that Lenny does and, and uh, you know, what the band does when they go in and out of different uh, grooves and songs and, and com combinations and uh, a couple of different artists that joined the band to, to really round out the sound, uh, which, uh, yeah, we had guests. Yep. Uh, we can announce that, right. Uh, Wagner Monaco, who was on, uh, keyboards. Oh yeah. And who else was there? Yeah. And Fred Chico, uh -huh. who, who played the harmonica. He's the guy who played the harmonica That's on awesome. pages. Yeah. And, uh, on, on the record. Eddie, Eddie Feather as well. Was... Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> I'll sing back Edward up. Jer <laughs> Edward Jerome Vetter. Uh, just, just to be clear about the copyright issues, uh, they're, they're not with Pro Jam because yeah. the, the guys were totally supportive uh, and all the, the songs, all the projects songs that oh, we've they're played. They're going to play our show on our website, on their website, right? Yeah. So the show's going to be on their man. website. Prologen.com. 
That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So so they so Huge. they were were totally fine. Uh, it wasn't going to be on the Pearl Jam page itself. It was just going to be on Ventures Into Cures, uh, VentureIntoCures.org, uh, which is where the show will be found. Uh, it all, but it's also going to be on PearlJam.com. Uh, they all heard it, and since they heard uh, what Black Circle did with their songs, they decided, hell yeah, let's get it on there mm -hmm. as well. So, uh, which is just amazing. I mean, they were just going to do the APM part, but they decided to uh, put Black Circle free show on there as well. So that's yeah. huge. Well, Jason and I feel that Jim and Chad over at Sony should just leave you guys alone and let you play whatever the hell you want. That's our feeling. That's our I, feeling. I wish it was just Jim and Chad. Are you guys going to have any collaborations with, with you and, and the vetters moving forward, perhaps? Is there anything in the, or are we just kind of just playing it as it lies? Yeah, I guess we're, we're just going with the waves, man. Uh, I mean, we're always talking, you know, uh, tagging, chagging. Christopher's always talking to, to Jill. And, uh, but we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. We hope to open for Pearl Jam, like an actual show. That one day nice. when they come to Brazil, that, that would be amazing, right? Uh, but th there's nothing, not at least not that I know of in, in the horizon with them right now. Okay. There's, well, there's this, no, there's no way of them making any commitment. Because, of course, yeah. You know, sure. They they don't know what their shows are. Eddie, Eddie obviously yeah. supports the band and and would love to do what he can. And we've talked about it. Shoot, we talked about it in the first conversation that we had with them. <laughs> you know, I said, "Hey, Ed, uh, how about Black Circle opening up for Pearl Jam?" And he was like. You let me decide those things. I'll bring it up to you. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> stop don't talking. Steal, don't, steal, don't steal my ideas. Yeah. He said something like this. Yeah. He, he wanted that to be his surprise. And I'm the <laughs> asshole Ugh. capitalist trying to get him on there. And I was like, uh, all right, gotcha, bro. Uh, which, by the way, I did say gotcha, bro, right, Louis? <laughs> to Eddie Vedder? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh my lord it was growing him so hard <laughs> i mean we all were we all were well how could you not yeah right he's so hard not to yeah it, it get it, get, it gets weird you're like you're talking to the guy and you know it was it was actually pretty you know nerve-wracking for all of us because we're trying to think of what to say but we're all worried about saying something stupid so at some point you just don't want to say anything because you're like, oh, I'm going to fuck it up, right? So yeah. uh, these guys leave me alone, and I'm, like, saying stuff, and I'm just trying to think of, like, new things to say to keep, keep them on the phone because we don't want to hang up. Hey. And he did Chris, and he how, didn't, How's the weather? How about, how, how about those bears? <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't want to leave. I remember that. He was, he was with us on a call for, like, two hours. Really? And he actually asked us, like, is there anything you want to know? Uh, you can ask me. And, he said and, he and would say, like, he would say, like, slow oh, down. How, how about that 10 record, right? <laughs> so yeah. we, we, we didn't know exactly what to ask. And for us, Brazilians, there's two things. You don't want to look stupid and it's not your language. So it's like, you don't want, you want to, you don't want to ask a, a stupid question grammatically wrong. So you don't, you don't want to fuck up twice, yeah. you know, but uh, Chris did most of the, 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 the asking, the, the, the questioning, but uh, there was a moment in which he got, he got emotional. And uh, that was, that was, I, I'll never forget his, uh, what he asked me. He was like, I want to talk to Lenny, uh, Lenny, how can you sing like me? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and about black, how do you know 
that pain. And I was like, oh my God, that was, that was, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's that's what can you say? I just, I just do, man. I've been listening to your songs for my entire life, you know? So I just do not, not exactly like he does, but you know, it means something to me as well. So yeah, it was, and, it was and a when, great night. And when, when Eddie said, uh, man, okay, you can, you can ask me whatever you want, whatever you think you might ever be able to ask me, this is your chance. This is your shot. Uh, look, uh, Lenny and I, we, we looked at each other like, I'm not going to ask about Don't ask Dave. what you want to ask. Yeah, Don't ask yeah, what I'm you want to ask. ask about Dave. What, what, what did you want to uh, ask? Uh, why he actually, Dave Abrazis left the band. <laughs> Final answer. From God, from God himself. Of course. The question from the yeah. drummer. Yeah, exactly. And Nick was like, I could, see, I could see blood in his eyes. He was like, I want to ask that question. Oh, and I looked question. at him and I was like, dude, no. No, don't Never, ruin yeah, this. Yeah. Don't ruin this. We got this shot. Don't do this. And then, you know, somehow we understood each other, you know, with our eyes. And mm -hmm. it was, he didn't ask the question. But I think one day, maybe, we'll have that opportunity, you know. In, in person <laughs> with some Barolo bottles empty. Yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, you yes. should be able to ask that question. Uh, a line of empty Coronas. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. you don't ask him that question, even in front of people. Like I asked him a bunch of questions and every one of them was just dumb. I mean, I was like, oh, when are you going to play the Yankee Stadium? He's like, Fuck the Yankees. I'm like ah. how do I recover from that one? I was like, ah. Lenny forgot some lyrics. You ever forget lyrics? He's like, fuck you, Palumbo. I'm like, ah, damn it, man. Just getting crushed by better. <laughs> you just want to give up. You're like, how many stupid things can I say to this guy? Like I've waited 30 fucking years and now everything I say is just dumb and I'm throwing the shit out of him. And Luis is behind me going, just stop saying bro, man. I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> the nervous take of bro. Yeah, you just can't stop. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And by the way, we're all fucked up when this is happening. I mean, they, oh, that's going to make it better. Him and Jill are half in the bag, but I mean, we were drinking too. I mean, we're, just, we're, we're throwing it because that was one of the shows where uh, we were sponsored, right? So, like, oh, man. You know, we're getting free beers from, from one of the companies <laughs> that just sent it to us, and we're just dropping beers like crazy as if we were doing a promo. Right? <laughs> but by the time we're done with the show, we're like, oh, now, now we can drink. And like, fuck it, let's drink. <laughs> and then the phone rings. So we're like, oh, shit, what do we do now? That was the first one. The second one, when, when we did the video, we were just all scrambling, like, oh, shit, what do we do? You know, we put the video, the FaceTime video up on my phone, and we are just like, That's even right more wrecking. Do you remember, do you remember when he was uh, halfway through the, the conversation, video conversation, Eddie was like, he, he did this, he pointed up, and then we were looking at him, and then he started laughing. Then he was like, I forgot we don't have a bartender here today. I was just <laughs> to ask for a beer. He normally has <laughs> house. He was, he, was just, he was just doing this. And then he was like, I forgot there's no bartender here today. Oh, I, I think then, he was kidding around about his daughter. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> just tell him to get beers. They're already sleeping. <laughs> he's a very fun guy. Seriously, he's a fun guy to you know, talk to. I can't wait yeah. for my son to be older so he can grab me beers. Oh, that would be great. great. <laughs> I'm dreaming. Me too. Me too. <laughs> well, we don't want to keep you forever. As much fun as this is. Um, streaming live tonight at 7.15 Eastern is the pre-show. Black Circle, the main show at 8 o'clock. Literally on every website possible. So go anywhere. You'll see it. Uh, EB Research, PearlJam.com, everywhere. 
usually we, we Paul and I pick a song for lyrical week. We, di- we dissect it. We analyze it, talk about it. And then we get the live version of that. But I figured, you know, Lenny, you have to sing all these words. Why don't you pick the song in the lyric this week? What, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, that's a t- tough question. Um, I'm a big fan of Unthought No. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, there's this uh, the, the part lyrics that says, uh, dream the dreams of other men and you'll be no one's rival. That is, uh, I think it sums up a lot of what's going on right now. Well, uh, should we talk about it? Yeah, of course. Okay, let's get Why to not? our Lyric of the Week. Paul and Black Circle. It's the Lyric of the Week time, and we're doing, as Lenny pointed out, we're doing Unthought Known. So, Lenny, I'm going to get your take first. What do you think when you listen to these lyrics? Um, well, it's a... I don't know. First of all, about not about the lyrics entirely, but about the song. I like how it, how it grows, you know? It starts with just adding the guitar. And... Uh, and then it becomes, you know, the whole band that the song goes up and then there's lots of high pitched notes like a, the rival uh, word. And, and it's so hard to sing, by the way, that part's tough to, <laughs> to reach. Uh, but uh, what, what really caught my eye was that um, dream the dreams of other men and you'll be no one's rival. That's the, the part that always gets me a little bit emotional because, you know, it's, it's you hear a lot about. You know, people wanting to top other people, wanting to be better than other people. Presidents wanting to be better than other presidents, you know, and um, it's uh, I think it would be way easier if we just join forces and, you know, try to try to find sense in other people's dreams. And, you know, when you when you put your strength together, there's nothing that you can't accomplish. So it's better than just fighting everybody and trying to show that you're better than they are. And that's what I like about that song. What do you think, Paul? I think Lenny said it beautifully. And just to draw a parallel to that, just here you guys are as a band, right? And and you see what you guys do as a band as this synergy. And you're all part of this, this kind of universal language, as a- Andy Wood once said, uh, the, 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 those listening who are Mother Love Bone fans. Yeah. So if, if you listen to A Man of Golden Words, which is off their, their album... Uh, he's got that line, you know, music is the universal language. And so when, when you guys talk about Pearl Jam, when you play Pearl Jam's music, when you create beautiful, awesome, amazing, original music, like you guys did with this album, with Mercury, you, you, you're creating language, you know what I mean? Which was just interesting in the sense that, you know, Lenny, you were talking about grammatical errors and translations and, and whatnot. That's the beautiful thing about music is it doesn't matter what language it's in, you can feel it, you know what I mean? And it'll speak to you. And so, as you said, this idea that if you're constantly looking to dream someone else's dream, then you're not participating in that conversation anymore as a musician. And I think you guys have tapped into that and you're fluent and I love you guys. Thanks brother. (laughs) You you guys nailed it. I mean, I've always thought of this set of lyrics, especially um, the, um, the set that you chose out of the entire song is empathy. You know, thinking yeah. about your fellow man or woman yeah. and walk in their shoes. 
the world is fast paced. It's unforgiving far too often. You know, we have to slow down. We have to appreciate the beauty of life, you know, in doing so realize that others feel the same pressures and stress that you do empathize with them, even when you don't know who they are. And that's very, that, that can be hard to do when there's, when there's geography, as we know, um, we are pitted against each other all the time, especially in politics has taken over everything. As we've mentioned, um, if we believe and understand that in the end, we're not so different and that everyone's dreams, everyone, everyone has dreams, everyone has aspirations, we will feel connected to them like we haven't before. We'll understand them and truly be their equal. So what are we going to do to realize this? I think is the question posed at the very end of this song. What are we going to do about it? And hopefully, as Paul has, has said, and, and Lenny, how you said, hopefully music is that, is that way to kind of break through and find uh, these bridges to other people and living in their shoes and, and, uh, and being one with everybody else. Would, would you not agree? Totally. Uh, I, I remember uh, a day uh, when we were uh, playing uh, on a, an open festival um, and there were some homeless uh, people on the, on the same square where we were playing. Uh, and there were some, some of those guys that were dancing and, and feeling the music where we, are, we were playing. Uh, and there, and there, there was a, uh, a big crowd of, of fans and people uh, singing, singing out loud the songs, Trojan songs. Uh, and those guys, maybe they, they didn't uh, ever listen to Trojan because we are in Brazil. That's uh, rock music's not popular, uh, popular music. <laughs> uh, but they were connecting to 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 uh, all of that uh, that energy that were uh through that place on that day um so so that it, it, the the music can talk to everybody in every situation so it can be helpful uh and joyful to everyone that's the beauty of the thing couldn't have said it better well um chris palumbo lenny prado luis gaetano sergio filio nick Magnani, boys thank you for talking to us again this is like our our monthly discussion of life. <laughs> it feels like at this point. <laughs> yeah. and, and I have, I have to say guys that just, just listening to you guys cut it up and just laugh and just enjoy life and talk about the conversations that you had with each other, but also with, with Eddie and, and with Jill in the age of COVID, it's nice to have a refresher that life does go on and this too will pass, you know? So de- de- definitely appreciate you guys kind of, kind of hitting the symbols to make sure that we keep the, the, the beat keeps marching, you know? Thanks Nick. Thanks man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that, that energy that comes from the audience and the, for, from all the people that are supporting us, including you both, uh, are, are the, the fuel to the, to, to all of this, because this, uh, really inspires us to, to keep moving and keep doing things and, and keep, uh, working with the man. This is just a big bro fest, isn't it? We're just broing out. <laughs> Drop the bro, Chris. <laughs> Drop the bro. Listen, I bro it up because uh, you know the like uh, Louis said the the path that uh, all these fans uh, of Black Circle are following and pushing and saying, hey, you know, they want to be there at the at the beginning 
of when this band starts to become who they are and the next progression and the next and the next. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's humbling. Uh, I know that, you know, on behalf of the band, it's, it's amazing. Some of the things that the people do, uh, it's never been asked. It's always been offered. And, uh, you know, it's, it's similar to what Pearl Jam was and is and all that as far as the community supporting and, and all that. But, you know, the impact is greater when it comes to a small band that has, you know, less following at this point, but is starting to grow and, and giving all they can. And, you know, the fans appreciate it. And I guarantee you the band appreciates everything that, you know, people do. And, um, you know, we, we were talking about it before, but the, uh, the grassroots portion of what the band is by doing the lives and connecting with the fans and even the way that we do the merchandise. I mean, you know, we, we just started doing the merchandise and taking, you know, messages from people to, to sell shirts and hats and, you know, people want to be a part of it. And then the, the, the record, I mean, <laughs> you guys know about the record. I, it's just send me a message and we'll figure it out, you know, just so we can get the music out to people and, and avoid all the commercial nonsense and, and, you know, that that'll change at some point as, as things grow, but trying to stay connected with the fans. I mean, you know, these guys, they take messages and they, they, they respond to every oh, message. I know. As Sergio and I have talked about guitar until 2 a.m. Brazil time, it's <laughs> ridiculous, but we'll, we'll do yeah, it. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's just Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> Talking guitar is what he does. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Jill just sent a message. All right. Oh, look at look at this guy humble bragging. I got two unreads over oh, here, bro. She said, "Why hasn't Jason responded?" No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, before we get good in night. trouble, have a good night. All right, boys. Uh, thanks again for doing this. We will talk soon, as we do. And uh, tonight, the show is tonight. Yeah. 7:15 Eastern, 4:15 Pacific, pre-show with Black Circle, the big show at eight and five. Uh, Black Circle and Chris, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, guys. Brothers. You guys are awesome. All right, Paul, let's get to our live cut of the week. Ready to stand up! All right, Paul, live cut of the week. We just had a great lyric discussion with Lenny and Sergio and um where are we going obviously this is going to be the backspacer tour but where and when are we mm -hmm. going with unthought known we're going to berlin jason ah and we're going to berlin on june 30th 2010 which might seem like a very arbitrary date to some uh, but there's actually a lot behind this date for a couple of reasons reason tell me more on this I, I shall. <laughs> this this particular cut was actually featured on Pearl Jam's live compilation, Live on Ten Legs. So uh, searching high and wide, went through every single set I could get my hands on uh, that featured Unthought Known. And no surprise, the one that the, the band actually picked for its very, very nicely put together uh, compilation, Live on Ten Legs, that's the best cut. It really is a fantastic set. Uh, there's actually a little bit of a story to this particular set. If, if you go back to Roskilde, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously tragedy strikes at that particular point in time. And uh, some 
of the families of the fans who actually passed away in that tragic incident attended Pearl Jam's June 30th, 2010 show in Berlin. Okay. So this was actually the 10th anniversary of that tragedy. Oh my God, and that's I think, right. Uh, it was, yeah. Wow. And so Ed, Eddie had uh, become particularly close with uh, the family of, of, of this Australian fan by the name of Anthony Hurley. And I, I don't know too much of the backstory on that as far as his relationship with them and, and, and how deep the connection is. But he did say, Eddie, at the time that with some, we forged strong friendships, sharing and supporting each other. Some we do not know. Young men who loved Pearl Jam and wanted to get up close. That was the through line of all those who passed that day. And so I just kind of think about that, that space, you know what I mean? That, that was existing that night and, and those connections and the connections to the past and, and Pearl Jam and the energy that they brought to the show. And, and some of the things that we just talked about with the, those, those excellent gentlemen over in Brazil from black circle and in terms of this universal language and what music can do and how it brings people together. And, and in this case, it brings people together um, even across the great divide. You know what I mean? And so I, I thought that that somehow maybe charged this performance in a very profound way. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm just coloring between the lines here, man. Maybe none of that was happening. I don't know. But it just, it just felt like a very elevated performance. It's crisp. Obviously, the production on it is outstanding. Has to be if it's going out on the Live on Ten Legs compilation, as it were. So pretty cool. strong rendition, man. June 30th. 2010 in Berlin, Germany. All the thoughts you never see, you're always thinking. Brain is why the brain is deep. You're sinking Feel the fire Of every day Which road to take in Breathing hard And making hate Yeah, this is living Look for love And never dance That you're worth keeping Swallow whole And negative Sad and sickness 
for you to walk on See the waves on distant shores Awaiting your arrival Distant place That's where we're living A distant time A distant place So what you're giving What you're Yeah, everything you mentioned before the song rings true. Um, that's a performance that feels like it has something extra behind it. And yeah. no uh, coincidence that they chose it for their Live on Ten Legs album. And um, I got to say that overall, this is a really fun episode. It's a little bit of a bonus episode. It's, it's a bonus uh, lyric of the week, as we don't usually do yeah. lyrics of the week and live cuts on um, on interview shows. Interview days. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, but it was great. Had a great time with these guys. And guys, again, tonight, you're listening to this today that's com- that it comes out, uh, 7.15 Eastern for the pre-show with Black Circle, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern for the big show with Ed and Jill Vetter and all the big guests, Adam Sandler and Willie Nelson yeah. and Bradley Cooper and David Letterman, all those people, Adam Levine. Lists go on and on. And uh, really enjoy that. Donate some money if you can to EB Research. They could really Great use cost. it. We can get this thing sorted post haste. And uh, we'll check you next Tuesday with a regular episode. And until we get to that point, you've been listening to The State of Love and Trust. Yeah.